0: Expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff.
1: Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to Blind Since Birth. My name is Belle or Belinda, uh, whichever you prefer to call me. I am your facilitator for this call and Today is May 12th, 2023, and I want to welcome you all to uh, the first call or the first segment of several of these calls, and uh, I want to first of all thank Marcy for being the host today and Chanel for being our streamer and broadcaster to Clubhouse and, um, and to ACV Media 5, and to Lucy for being our moderator in Clubhouse and of course to all of you who are here in Zoom And if we have any folks over in Clubhouse welcome you as well. Um, This call if you remember uh, has been done before Herbie and I did this call for quite a while um, maybe about a year and a half Um, and our lives got busy and Things just happened and several people have said they want it back. And so I thought I would bring it back again. We've had a lot of new people who've joined the community since we've, uh, we actually did this call the first time. So I thought we'd br- I would bring it back and just, um, you know, bring up some topics for those of us who have been blind since birth, but also... I would like this call to focus on not just people who have been blind since birth, but um, those who've lost their sight later in life as well. You certainly have an input in this call for sure. Uh, We'd love to hear your thoughts and opinions um, because I think those of us who've been blind since birth can definitely learn from those who lost sight later in life and vice versa. So this call is definitely for anyone, even uh, sighted folks can feel free to join us if they wish. Um, my plan is to do the call every second and fourth Friday of the month. So um, I've got some topics that uh, Herbie and I used once before, but I've also got some new ones that I have uh, come up with and. We're just going to have a good time with this call, sharing with each other our thoughts and opinions and ideas. And uh, before I even get to today's topic, I do want to say that each call, and I I will say this on each call, that we want to be uh, respectful of everyone's opinion, even though you may disagree with someone or they may disagree with you. We all have an opinion, and it is our right to voice that opinion and share it as long as we do it in a safe and respectful way to others. So, with each topic, um, some may be lighthearted topics, some may be uh, more heavier topics. And on especially the heavier topics, sometimes, you know, things <laughs> in other situations they could get heated, but in This call, everything should remain respectful and welcoming to all who have joined us. So thanks again for joining, and I'm going to go ahead and get started because I know you all don't, you didn't come to hear me just babble about do's and don'ts and all that. So to start out with, I thought we would start this call with something positive, um, Uh, Blindness can take on a negative connotation, and it has taken on that with many people in society, our um, culture, our just people in general, you know, they think of blindness and they're like, oh, you know, all these uh, stereotypes, things like that. Well, we we can start this call today on a positive note, and I thought, and I've seen some of the folks here in Zoom who've joined us and I know who have been blind since birth or have lost their sight later, but have been blind for quite a long time. Um, I would love to know from you all, what is something that you would share? What advice would you share with someone who is currently losing their sight or someone who has just recently lost their sight. They're totally blind for maybe just a year or two. um, And they're still trying to find their way. Um, I thought we could start this call with something positive and just give people encouragement. Um, blindness, Blindness doesn't have to be doom and gloom. So, We will uh, start here in Zoom, and um, I'm going to ask Marcy if she will call on raised hands. And if we will, let's go ahead and give just one piece of advice for now, And each person. I'm sure we all have tons of advice we can give, but let's stick to one thing for now. And after we've gone through one round of hands, uh, if we have time, we will certainly go back around and let you have an opportunity to share again. So, Marcy, who do we have first? We have Melissa first. All right. Good evening, Melissa. Welcome. Good, good afternoon.
2: Good morning. Good evening. Good night. Whatever time you are in. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, this is Melissa from a beautiful, uh, uh, almost 80 degree weather here in Burien, Washington. And I think the number one thing that I would say to a totally blind person that's been blind from birth like myself or someone, but especially someone that just lost their sight, is I would say that even though you're going through this, that blindness is not the end of the world. It's just a different way of looking at life and with plenty of training and plenty of support, um, you are going to
1: come a long
2: way. Thank you.
1: Absolutely. I love that, Melissa. That is so true. And thanks for sharing that with us. If you have any other um, advice, stay tuned and or stay tuned. Uh, raise your hand and maybe we'll get back to you again. Hey, we're on the radio. Why not? You and can say right. that. That's right. <laughs>
3: Absolutely. Amen. <laughs> okay. Who do we have next? Um, Hello,
2: hey Pam. Yes, um, I think the advice that I would give someone who had just lost their sight or was in the process of losing their sight is to link up with a person, try to become friends with a person who is in the same. Or similar situation you're in. And if nothing else, even if you and that person don't have a lot in common, although it's better if you do, uh, you find out that you're not alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are other people who have been through this same thing. And yeah, it, it's, it, it would be a very difficult adjustment, but They've been through it, and more often than not, you're going to find out, you're going to find a compassionate ear when you start telling that person, oh, all of a sudden, I can't do such and such the same way I used to do whatever it was, Mm -hmm. and I'm going crazy because I can't do it anymore. You got, you got any suggestions, you know? And more often than not, <clears throat> that person, if someone were to ask me that question, if I couldn't help them, if it was some area of knowledge that I knew absolutely zero about, I, w- I would hopefully be able to say to that person, well, you know, I know nothing about that area, but why don't you contact so-and-so?
1: Yep. So it's always good to have that supportive friend. It's always good to
2: have that.
1: Yes, absolutely. I mean, it's
2: like, I hope I never get cancer. But if I ever get cancer, heaven forbid, then... Probably one of the first things I will do after having that doctor's appointment is going to be to reach out to someone who's been through it, who Absolutely. has that's it, dealt with cancer and beat it.
1: All
2: or right. is still in the process of beating
4: it.
1: So, all right. That uh, is great advice, advice there, Pam. Thanks. Certainly great advice. We all definitely even those of us who've been blind since birth, <laughs> we Absolutely. we need those people still in our lives. So definitely. Oh yes, we do. Yes, we do. All right. Thanks, Pam, for sharing. Thank you. And uh, Lucy or Chanel, you but one of you could just let us know if you uh, have anyone in Clubhouse. Yep, I'll let so, you
5: know.
3: All right. So who yep. is next? Um, Judy.
4: Hello, hey
3: Judy. Hey,
4: um, I didn't quite hear who she said. Sorry, I thought, you did say Judy, right, Marcy? I thought, <laughs> yeah, I think that's who she I said. did. Okay. okay, Judy. okay. I am going for it. Um, <laughs> so, I have kind of like a unique perspective because I did I lost my sight later in life, but I am now, or have been for quite a while now, in a position to give advice through my volunteer work at um, the Lighthouse in Fort Lauderdale. So. Uh, If this is kind of like a combination of what Melissa and Pam said, I I I tell them avail themselves of any services which they already are doing when they come to the lighthouse. Learn as much technology as you possibly can, because that will absolutely change your life in ways that you that you know you can't even can't even imagine. And find a mentor, which I feel that I have been through the years. It's, you know, somebody that went through what a lot of the clients that I deal with are going through. And to show that you can act, you know, be, be a person, an independent person, a happy person, that it isn't the end of the world, um, but you just have to keep reinforcing that because when, you know, when you're at the beginning of that journey, it's scary. It's, it's, it's terrifying. It's, it's all the thing. It's every terrible thing that you can think of because you don't know that you're going to come out at the other end. You don't Mm -hmm. know what's available to you, you know, to help you live a successful life. So, um, so that's, that's what I, that's what I try to do. You know, and you
1: said something a few minutes or a few seconds ago that, actually resonated with me it's you were saying you could be a mentor to someone you actually do bring a unique perspective because you lost your sight later but you've been blind for quite a while right Uh, yet (laughs) yet you are still a mentor to um well I will speak for myself to me and I've Uh. been blind since birth so (laughs) thank you that's that's just how this whole circle works. I mean, just because you've lost your sight later doesn't mean that you certainly can't be a mentor to someone who has been blind since birth. You know, maybe some of us who um, have lost or were blind at birth, we've just had other struggles that right.
4: you didn't have to deal with. So e- yeah. that is what I love about this. So yeah, well, you. We, and we all have different perspectives. And I wish I had somebody early on you know, to tell me what I tell people now that it's, it, you're, you're going to be fine. You know, you're going to be okay. You're going to learn how to do everything that you need to do. So um, mm-hmm. it's just really important to reinforce that to people. Absolutely. Thanks, Judy.
6: Thanks. All right. Darcy.
1: Darcy. All right,
6: Darcy. Hello, everyone. Um, all right. So I guess it, what I'm going to say is probably sort of dovetails off a little bit from what they were um, everyone else has said it basically what i would say is all the things or i should say most of the things that you really enjoy doing you you can still do them just there may have to make some modifications like for example i have a friend who lost her sight about six or seven years ago and when she she was really into movies she enjoyed watching movies a lot and she now is, is really into describe movies. Like it didn't, you know, she wanted to keep watching movies and she did. And, you know, I'm sure it took some getting used to, you know, because just all the details that you miss out on, but I mean, you can, you can still enjoy those things and, and all the things that you, you enjoy, you still can, you know, if you, if you like to cook there, there are ways you can do it. If you, well, especially like, you know, this, this friend I was talking about, she had an iPhone before. And yeah, she had to learn to use voiceover, but she still could do all the same stuff. So yeah, you can mm-hmm. still do the stuff you enjoy just with some modifications.
1: Absolutely. And I will share a, a, just a quick personal thing here based on what you just said. I actually, my late husband lost his sight um, much later in life. And he, you know, in the beginning was like, I can't do this now. I can't do that. and. And I often said to him, you can. You just have to do it in a different way. But there are a lot of things you can still do. So thanks for that, Darcy. Yep. All right, who's
7: next?
3: Monica.
1: Monica.
7: Hello. So the first things I thought of, because I think of, it's not that I think of myself, is that I have to remember this for myself. When I'm learning something new is to be patient with yourself. Yes. And I tend to want to just get it on the first try. And and everything, when you become blind, everything is different. And, and that a lot of times it, it might be slow at first, but the more we do it, the faster we, we can be. And we'll see our progress, even if it's, you know hour by hour or minute by minute or day by day yeah and and to have to have grace too Mm -hmm. patience and and grace yeah, those are
1: (laughs) those are things I can use
7: and I've been blind since birth (laughs) no that's why that's that's what I I thought of it because I think of myself and how Mm -hmm. I when I'm learning a new piece of equipment I just I get so frustrated and I scream and and then I had to remember be patient you know it's going to take time so oh I've heard Monica get frustrated and scream (laughs) (laughs)
1: yes (laughs) oh thanks Monica you're welcome thanks for letting me share
7: glad to be here
5: Lynn is next
1: hi Lynn
8: welcome yeah hi well of course I've blind for almost seventy-one years, but you know, one of the things that I think about what I would tell somebody, and my husband was adventitiously had adventitiously blind. Um, except he'd been blind for a long time when we met, but I think what I'd tell people is, you know, he wasn't really a leader before he became blind, so he really changed his life completely because he was a truck driver and furniture mover and stuff like that. And I think that when you go blind, you have to figure out some other passion that you have that. Maybe you didn't have before, but mm. you know it would be great. So I think to instill passion in the in a person, and say, what would you, what would be analogous to something you did before you can't do anymore, but what would be a passion of yours that you think you'd be good about? And also, like other people have said, be positive, and make sure that the person knows that they're still worthwhile. That because a lot of people who go blind get depressed. I mean, it's it's normal. Mm -hmm. It's a loss. So I think that if you can be positive and say, look, you can do this now, or you can join American Council of the Blind and be, you know, a board member like he was um, for four years, or whatever you want to be. So I think that when we think about uh, what people can do, we can show them the world. We can show them what their dreams can look like.
1: Absolutely. Oh, man, I am loving this. Oh, my goodness. You are bringing some... Good, good stuff. So thanks, Lynn. And uh, before we go to the next person, I am going to share my one piece of advice. And it's because Lynn just said something that um, I was going to wait a few minutes, but she mentioned how, um, you know, people that lose their sight later, they do get depressed. Well, my advice is to allow yourself to go through that grieving process, and you know, don't let others tell you when that time is up. Um, of course, you don't want to stay stuck in those moments, but you also know yourself, and you know that sometimes you're ready for it to make that next step, and sometimes you're not. And maybe taking that next step is just a couple days later. Maybe it's a couple months later, but allow yourself that time to grieve and go through that process of, of losing your sight and putting all of that in, pers- in perspective so that you, know, you can then look forward and say, okay, I can't change it, but this is what I can do moving forward. So that is my bit of advice. All right, who do we have next?
5: Next, let's please hear from Nora. Hi, Nora. Hi. Good afternoon, good evening. (laughs) And
9: my advice is not only I I agree with everybody's opinions. I agree, and my advice would be just be yourself, try be patient, and also look for resources through like anything through the council of blind, your local chapter or your state or field, state or national affiliate, and, uh, and
1: look for you know, your local agencies. Right. Absolutely. Line. Yep. That's my advice. Good advice there, Nora. Thank you. Thank you for being here.
5: Mary Carla.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: Hello. Hi hey there, you? Carla. Hi. How are y'all doing?
1: Good. Glad to have you here. I'm glad that this call is back.
10: I sort of drifted away when it switched nights and I was busy on whatever other night it was and then it went away and I was disappointed. But anyhow, um, you guys are all stealing my thunder because um, several the things that everybody has said is have been things that I was thinking of. But I just, before I say what I want to say, I just want to go back to Judy for a second. Um, I think that it's really... Uh, You are not kidding when you said it's important that there are people on this call that lost their sight because one thing is I've been blind since birth and I have learned how to cope, but I am not, you know, I've never been through not losing all my sight. I've lost my, my um, light perception and a few little things that I used to be able to do. I never saw color, but I, um, so I wouldn't have the same um, understanding uh, that somebody might have that they were losing their sight. I mean, this I didn't know any differently. You know what I'm trying mm-hmm. to say, right? So, so I just I think that's great that um Judy spoke up. I, I'm enjoying all of this, but here is what I'm going to say, and I'm going down a diff- slightly different path here. Um, but when when uh, when you go blind or you lose lose one of your senses or you have a big life changing experience that causes you to have to do things differently and or if you're just learning something new i say you need to take it slowly and Mm -hmm. you can be overwhelmed if you say i've got to learn to do everything everything at once i've got i've got to learn how to do all these techniques even if it's a technology piece of technology you know i've got to learn this i got to learn that i got to learn this so if you take one task at a time and prioritize, get the tasks that you need to do the most and the most mm-hmm. immediately and work on them first. And one at a time when you master that, you would be surprised to see how much easier it is to learn the other tasks and further down on the list because, you, you know, you're, you're building on skills that you learned in the first tasks. And it's not so overwhelming. I mean, I know when I teach, I do that. My definition of teaching is to build a bridge between what students know and what they don't know. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it's better to build the bridge than to jump in the river and try to swim if you don't know how to swim. So start with something familiar, and you know, related to that, and take one task at a time, don't try to do it all at once. So, that would be my advice.
1: Well, you know what they would say the the old uh, statement Rome wasn't built in a day.
10: So, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's true. So, I hope that's what you were looking for. And yes, for ma'am. Yeah, I Thank absolutely. you so much for bringing this call
3: back. I think it's so important. Absolutely. Thank you for being here and sharing.
0: Next, we have William.
3: Hi, William. Is he unmuted?
11: Hey, good afternoon, everyone. There you are. Uh, good afternoon, Belinda. Can everyone hear me? Okay. We can. Perfect. Okay, so the advice that I would give someone would be to link up with uh, someone that may be going through something similar or um that that, or uh something along those lines uh link up with someone that may be going through something similar um that way you have someone to ask questions right uh, to that is what i would say to that person absolutely
1: someone to identify with there you go
11: absolutely yes
1: all right, thanks for being here, William.
11: You're welcome, thank you very much.
5: Next we have Ray. Hi
12: there, Ray. Hello everyone, I'm here outside in California getting some vitamin D, so I'm really enjoying the call. <laughs> <laughs> well, i just like to tell everyone, I'm, you know, I was born with retinitis pigmentosa, so I've had night blindness my whole life. In my case, I was in denial for 54 years because my eyesight really never changed. So what I would say is to have resources available and those that are in denial that would have them available when they're ready because we never know when we're going to be ready, but we have them. Mm -hmm. And also most importantly is that in uh, 2014, the last year of uh, our mother's life, my brother and I were almost full-time caregivers. And that's when my eyesight uh, went, I I lost my eyesight because of all the stress. So my two... um, points would be to um, have your resources available and be ready just in case. And then um, once the denial is done, you're, you're ready. And then just to control our stress because um, stress affects all parts of our bodies. In my case, it, it, um, I lost my eyesight. So, but like I said, um, we would I would do the same thing all over for my mom and just to wish all the mothers a happy Mother's Day this weekend. And those that can't, um, you know, our mom's and our spirits and those that can reach out to your mom, give your mom a call or spend the day with your mom. So thanks so Absolutely. much, Bill.
1: Thank you, Ray. appreciate your thoughts.
12: You're welcome. Next
5: we have Joni. Hi, Joni.
13: Hi. <clears throat> Hi, everybody. Well, so much has been said that I agree with But uh, what I want to say is that um, I would say to that person, although I've been blind from birth, um, I have had challenges, (laughs) and as a person, the person that has had sight, uh, you think that you can't do anything much as a blind person, but that's totally incorrect. You can live a full life. You can um, be... You can do the things that you've loved to do. And you can live a very happy, fulfilling life. Blind people can do almost everything that a sighted person can except see. And... um you can have a very good life for yourself. Um, take things slowly, as people have said. Um, be patient with yourself. You can't learn everything at once. But there's, there's more than you realize out there that you can do as a blind person. And if sighted people pity you, tell them, to stop it because pity is the worst thing that a person can do to another person. And um, just um, try to get to a point where you can appreciate the things that you can do and, um, and enjoy life because you can really, really... Enjoy life as a, as a blind person. Absolutely. And life still goes and I, on. So It certainly does. Whether you like it or not. That's right. Yep. And mm-hmm. you can learn more than you think you can and do more than you think you can.
1: Yes, ma'am. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing, Joni, and I appreciate you being here. Thank you. This is wonderful.
13: I was hoping that I had heard that this call uh, took place at certain times, but I am so glad that that you have it, and I will hopefully be here every other
3: Friday. All right, sounds good. Thank you. Thank you, Belinda. All right, who do we have next? Next, we have iPhone. iPhone, can you identify who you are? Would that be Alexa? Maybe. Hello. Hello there. Hi, this is Sabia. How are you? Uh, this I'm is well. a great group.
9: <laughs> um, all right. So when I saw the title, it said um, blind since birth or lost later in life. Right. Um, yeah, it's always a debate, um, you know, people, whether people who lost their, who never, who've been blind since birth or who um, lost sight later on, you know, which one is worse off. I, I, personally speaking, I have RP and I lost uh, it much later, but it was gradual. And as, as a person who loses sight later, you're always comparing yourself to, you know, what it was when you had sight. Um, whereas people who are born blind, uh, they do not know, you know, the, the, um, the world as, as sighted people do
1: right
0: and, and as
9: as children you're more resilient and you don't you're not really grieving any loss. it's just that you're born um you know with with a uh, with a sight, uh, sight loss and you just um learn later you you know as you grow you learn that you're different right from everybody else um yeah, and then you know when when you when I did get diagnosed, and as everybody knows, you know, when you, uh, you're, you learn of your diagnosis, you do go through this phase, depression and everything, uh, but you remind yourself. I mean, you do have to go through so many things, uh, and thank God for some supportive organizations that I was able to connect with, that I found a wonderful community, you know, among the blind uh, which I would not have had I not been diagnosed, or had I not lost my sight. Um, yes, like so some of the folks said, you can um, pick up on your interests and things you used to do um, prior to vision vision loss, and you could, uh, you know, just learn to do it differently. It's there's nothing that cannot be done. You simply have to find a way to do it differently. I
1: have to adapt. That's it.
9: Yeah, adapt. That that That's the thing. Take it one day at a time. Yes, it can be overwhelming. Um, There's a thought that, oh my God, I'm going to be blind. I'm going to lose it all. Am I going to, you know, live and all of that. So you have to learn to um, train your thoughts, you know.
3: Yeah.
9: And, and surround yourself with positive people and they necessarily do not have to be blind, but as long as they can Understand that it could be a good friend, it could be um you know just simply people willing to listen, willing to just uh, uh, you know help you meet your goals right uh, or even uh, support you in your in, in pursuing your interests
1: absolutely yep. a lot of
9: mm-hmm.
1: certainly a lot of good points there um and those are okay. echoed by what a lot of others have said as well. so I appreciate mm-hmm. you being here and giving your
3: perspective as well. Thank you. Hey, who Next, do have, like, you have a telephone stuff? number, 571, ending
5: in 917. I believe that is Pam. Yes, hello, how are you? Hey, Pam. <laughs> yeah, um, I
14: first was born with congenital cataracts and some called aniridia, not much iris. Um, had the cataracts removed when I was young. Um, I also developed glaucoma. And that was corrected later on with laser uh, to where it's under control. But um, my cornea also, um, well, first of all, I had, I had a lot of partial, I had pretty much partial sight, enough that I didn't have enough to read on my own. I had a uh, handheld magnifying glass, and I didn't need a cane. But I didn't, still didn't have enough to have
3: normal sight, you know, use everything. Right. Um,
1: so did you um, you have any advice that you would like to share with maybe someone who's lost their sight later?
14: Yes, because I was going to say I lost a lot of my sight in my right eye and only had very low vision when I was in my 40s because that's why I was giving you a background. And right. I had to adjust to use a cane, to use a regular, uh, to use a magnifying glass you had to turn on, I had to learn a lot differently because the sight I had was very low in my left eye. And so I had to adjust and had to do, the, do a lot of things differently. And I wasn't used to using a cane. I had to learn to adjust and, and use, use a cane where I didn't before and uh, as well as um, other things. And it, you know, it, it did make a difference, but not enough to where I didn't have the motivation. So the long story short, is no matter what your vision is, no matter when you lose vision or how much you lose it, instead of be depressed, always have that motivation to never give up. If people discourage you, which they will, go to another go to another door and don't ever give up on trying to do what you want and to fulfill your dreams because it just takes adjustment and it just takes motivation that you can do that it. That is true. That so and, and
1: we can certainly sometimes discourage ourselves but we have to talk ourselves out of that and keep moving so
3: you know I I appreciate your thoughts Pam and I'm so glad you're here with us. Yes thank you very much for allowing me to share thank you. Absolutely. Next Belinda you have Ann. Hi Ann. Go ahead and get that on. Can you hear me?
15: There you go. Oh, okay. I thought I was unmuted. Um, I have never had sight. And so I just learned the only way I could do something. I mean, it's not like I'm going to change the way I do something. I learned how to whatever I needed to do. I just learned to do it. Uh, growing up or later in life or whatever it happened to be, I just learned how to do whatever I needed to do, not thinking about there's another way to do it because that's the only way I can do it. So I learned to do whatever I needed to the only way I can do it. And, you know, I would say to someone who loses their sight later in life, you know, take it slow, as we've said. And take, like, maybe one task at a time, the most important tasks to you each day, and do it whatever is the easiest way for you to do it. Right. You brought up a good point because it is very important
1: to learn from others who've traveled the road already. But uh, have people who can share with you their ideas on how they do things. But then let that motivate you to figure out what's the best way for
3: you. So, thank you, You're welcome. All right. Who's next? And you've got people back coming back for a second turn. We can hear from Judy again.
1: All right. So, let's see. I'm just going to check with Clubhouse. Nothing there, I presume?
4: All right. So, all right, yes, Judy. Yes, I'm sorry. Oh, you, you have someone? Oh. Oh, wait. Yes, we do. Alan.
3: Hi, Alan. Hello. I have a bit of an issue. There's a a care facility near me, and they have Oh, wow. Um, They have some uh, residents there who have
1: gone blind later in life. I've had some of the staff um, actually comment to me you don't act like any of our other blind residents <laughs> and it kind of feels good but it feels bad at
16: the same time the comparing that they're trying for
1: okay so um, my question to you then alan is what advice would you give them at least those residents anyway well i really don't know because i, I don't
11: have the names of the residents in question
1: it it doesn't matter, but just people in general who've lost their sight uh, later. What would you? What advice would you give them?
11: I I would say it's a steeper learning curve than the people who have lost their sight earlier, a real lot steeper.
1: Yep, that is true. That is true. All right. Well, thank you, Alan, for being here. Do we have anyone else in clubhouse? Nope. All right. Thanks, Lucy. And I believe you said Judy is next. All right, Judy,
4: what's your uh, second round of wisdom? I <laughs> know. <laughs> I mean, I'm getting wisdom from everybody here. This is, this is so fabulous because I just wish I had all you guys when I was going through my stuff. I mean, I, so much of what so many people said resonated with me, what Darcy said about you can do everything but just do it differently. That's advice mm-hmm. that I give now. Um, what Monica said about patience and grace, you absolutely have to be patient with yourself. You can't yes. learn it all. And you, when you have to do things differently, you have to be patient because you're not going to do it the same way. And it's not going to be as fast. Um, so much, but I wanted to pick up on one thing that Lynn had said that uh, she had said that her husband became, I, I think she had said he became a different person. He became more of a leader, I evolved not through any drive that I had, but just through a series of events. I became a very different person when I lost my sight. I became, I got involved in things that I never thought I would have. I started to, like I said, volunteer teaching assistive technology. I, I got involved in tandem biking and yoga, and and so many things that I never would have dreamed of had I still been stuck in the halfway i'm losing my sight i don't i don't Mm -hmm. have fully functional vision but i'm not totally blind like that type of thing so there's just so so much here that is so so great and i wish i wish all you guys could could talk to people that are really going through this because everything that everybody said is so important
1: Yes, absolutely. I be honest with you, I've kind of gotten chills a couple times. Yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, this
4: you guys are bringing it. This is amazing. It's awesome. And I and I'll just say one other thing that I have said to many people: once you can accept your situation, I think somebody also mentioned acceptance. Once you can accept it, then you can move forward. But you can't move forward until you just know the reality of your situation, accept it, even though you don't like. Just and just because. It, you accept something doesn't mean you like it you don't have to like it you just have to go on living and once mm-hmm. you can do that then you can move forward and start to live your life in a different way so uh, so this is just really great though thanks thank you
3: all right who's next
5: we have phone number five
3: zero five ending in 638 hi Beth hello hi there welcome to the call I would Oh, thank you. Um, I would tell them that, too, that it is
16: a steeper learning curve, and I know exactly what Ellen was talking about, uh, because when I was in a rehab center, they told me that, too. You're not like any of our blind residents. In fact, I would I would defy them because they thought they could talk down to you, and I'm like, eh, yeah, right. <laughs> sure, whatever. <laughs>
3: Definitely um, is. Uh,
1: I've heard from many people that it is a a steep learning curve, but, but go ahead, continue your thought.
16: Yeah, it is a steeper learning curve, but don't let anybody, don't let any of these people tell you you can't do any, do things, because you can still learn as long as your mind is still sound, you can still learn.
1: That's right. Absolutely. Well, thanks for sharing, and Beth.
16: Like they said, you don't have to. You, as long as you accept your situation, you don't have to like it, but mm-hmm. you can move forward.
1: Yes, absolutely. There's a lot in life that, a lot in life that we don't like, but we just have to accept it anyway. So you're,
3: you're right. Yeah. All yep. right. All right. Who's
0: next? Let's hear from Herbie, please. All
3: right, Herbie, what you
0: got, you got for us? Oh, what have I got? You definitely picked a loaded topic, in my opinion. Um, Hand lowered. All right. So I'm going to kind of tie in with a couple of things that people mentioned here. And the first one was somebody, I forget who our iPhone person was, but she said something I thought was really interesting, and that is the sense of, loss and whether you've lost something you know as somebody who has been born since blind since birth i do not i did not lose anything i do not feel like i ever lost anything i just never had something but i never lost it to begin with if that makes any sense yeah, So yeah. i would honestly have to say to somebody who's lost their sight later on in life i cannot truly identify with you because I'm not learning from the perspective of somebody who lost something. Yes, you will have to learn things the blind way. And I can tell you how to do things the blind way. Because that's what I know. But I can't walk you through the grief stages from learning a different lifestyle. I don't know what it was like to do things the sighted way. Um, well, I don't even know what it's like to really see things with my eyes. And... But, again, who am I dealing with? Am we dealing with somebody that I, – I think that what makes, makes this issue really complicated is when we talk about sight loss – I think it can really also depend too. Are you talking about somebody who was low vision and is losing their sight and knows they're going to lose their sight? Are you talking about somebody that maybe you know? I think
1: think think the question question is, is, what is is your your advice someone you're you're going to give to something you you come
0: come in contact with? I'm just going to tell them that you're going to have to learn a new way. And if you were brought up in the fully sighted world, you may have had a lot of stories told about things that blind people can and can't do and you're gonna have to learn that as a blind person you are a lot more capable than uh, of doing things than what you realize and who knows maybe driving a car will become a reality one day right now that's probably the only major thing we can't do well a few other things but uh you know don't let somebody tell you you can't just be willing to adapt to the blind way and that's I think, honestly, the best advice I could give to somebody that's lost their sight. There you there go. You go. Thank, Thank you, Herbie. Herbie. Yeah. And, and I, I will we'll touch, touch on
1: something. something. I'm hearing an echo. All right. I will touch on something that Herbie said there. It made me think of, uh, I was in a situation a few years back with someone who did, was losing their sight. And as far as I know, they still are, but it's they're they're dealing with it in their time and their own way. But they were surrounded by several sighted people who were telling them everything they needed to do as a blind person. You need to do this. You need to do that. And I was so frustrated and angry because I'm thinking none of you who are sighted understand what they're going through at all. I don't understand, like Herbie said, who I've lost my sight, you know, didn't have sight since birth. I don't know what they're going through, you know. So, but I felt like that person would hear things better from someone who has lost sight, not all the sighted people telling them what they need to do. All right. Anyway, off my soapbox. So, uh, who's next?
3: All right. Next,
1: next we have Tom
3: oh, Okay, oh. hang on. Let's oh. let's go to our Clubhouse. Oh. All right. Uh, I'm not sure what this person's name is. I just sent you a request to speak. Um, All right, so while they're coming on stage, let's
1: uh, hear from Tom. I think you said Tom was next. That's correct. All right, hey there, Tom.
11: Hey, Belle and everybody. Well, I don't know how helpful this is, but uh, I've been... You know, trying to think of something, you know, what I would tell Shame somebody you know. that's, that's uh, uh, newly blinded or or is is going uh, to lose their sight. Uh, I don't know how much good it would do, but I would try to impress upon that person that uh, not having sight is not the worst thing in the world. You know, some people have the idea that, oh, if you don't have your sight, man, you're just you're just totally screwed. Well, no, you're not. Uh having I'm, I'm kind of being sometimes i feel like i am in both the sight in the box because i do have a, a little bit of vision how much of it's really usable it's it's i guess according to how you look at it but i can kind of understand if i've lost what little sight I would, that i've got I, I think i can relate to how that would feel but i still uh, i i know that that's not the worst thing you know you still got your other four senses you can you still hear you, you can move Uh, You can can smell, uh, all that. So it's like has been said before, you just kind of find a different way to do it. That's all. Absolutely. And Um,
1: I think, like you just said, we still have our other senses. And I think sometimes, and we'll get into this in another call, but I think the negative connotations that go along with blindness, a lot of sighted people have thought about over the years. And as soon as someone's blind, it's like, Oh my God, that's worse than cancer. That's worse than getting in an auto accident, you know, but it's not.
11: So, no, I mean, you know, it, it, what they don't think about, how would it like to be, how would it like to be paralyzed? Right. Or, or not be able to hear. Uh, that that would, that, that, that yeah. would scare me. But and of course, that's partly because this is the way I've lived for all my life, you know. Uh,
0: right.
11: Yeah. So, but, but I, I think, you know, being blind, comparatively speaking, is it's not. I mean, it's it's not something that you you want to happen. But you know, you can you can deal with it. You know, I have. Um, I don't know how well I've dealt with it, but i have dealt with it. You know, so that's yeah, that's that's what I think I would probably. That it's it's just not the worst. It's it's not as bad as they might think it is. I mean, I don't know. If that's a good way to put it. But you, I think you know where I'm coming. Yep, from.
1: I know exactly what you're saying, and thank you for sharing, Tom. Yes, Appreciate ma'am. that. You
5: have 10 minutes till the All hour, right. and then you All have right. two people back for a second turn.
1: Can we All check right. on our so, clubhouse people? Yeah, let's go ahead. Danielle, you can unmute.
3: Hi, Danielle. Hi everybody. Hi y'all. <laughs>
17: um, I have been blind since birth, and I'm the only blind person in my family and... um <laughs> Sometimes I can stick out like a sore thumb, um, but that's okay (laughs) at times. Um, But the advice that I would give people who are just losing their sight, because I actually work with with people like that, um, is take each day one day at a time. Not every Uh day is going to be a bad day. (laughs) Right. Unless you make it a bad day. Um,
13: yes
1: and
17: and I, I believe that this applies to everybody whether you've been born blind or are just going into the um, the sight loss thing mm-hmm. uh, and the reason why I say that is because um, I have my bad days as well and and I feel like we all do. Um, yeah. but the important thing is to self-talk uh, talk to yourself encourage yourself as to how do you cope with um, the day-to-day things, and, and and it is a process. And just you know, just remember to talk to yourself and to others, and make sure that you um, surround yourself with people that will not talk you down.
1: Absolutely. And, and things like that. Yes.
17: So that's it. Yeah.
1: Oh, thank that's you pretty so much. It for me. Thank you for being here right. and sharing. Well, that's it. All right. You said we have two more in Zoom. Yes.
5: You have Judy and then you have Beth. All right, so Judy, Judy and then Beth. I'm sorry, Lynn and then Beth. Oh Ale- <laughs> <Hi, laughs> Lynn. Judy came back for a second time. No, right, I
8: wanted to say something that nobody has said, and that is that the person who is going blind has had a lot of experience. And they can draw on that experience. My late husband did. And I think that um, they have a sense of themselves that we don't have as congenitally blind people. And I think that really helps them cope with things if you say hey you've had a lot of experience as a sighted person what experience from your life has taught you how to be in this life Mm. because I think those skills that they have learned as a sighted person when they were doing you know their sighted job and when they could read print and stuff like that is really uh can really influence them in this
1: time absolutely wow yes ma'am I didn't. I had not thought of that, but yes. Oh, this is so good, you guys. All right.
3: Um, thank you, Lynn and Beth. Beth, do you have someone, something else to share? Uh, yeah, I would say I would. I would tell because I've gotten
16: a lot of negative connotations, and I've had to tell people, you know, like they they've. Uh, said oh I feel bad for you and all this stuff and I'm like well you know you really can't miss something you never had mm-hmm. and I tell them yeah I'd love to have a million dollars but I don't have it <laughs> right you know and that makes them think
1: that's true <laughs> I like that one Beth all right well thank you do we have well, anybody you. else that would like to share that has not shared yet In Clubhouse or in Zoom?
3: Nobody in Clubhouse.
5: Nobody on Zoom.
3: All right. So I'm going to
1: ask. I know we've got just a couple minutes left. So I'm I'm actually going to ask my moderator or host if they have a piece of advice they like to share. I
5: just wanted to say that I really enjoyed the call. I've never been on it. I've been blind since Spurs, and I really liked the ideas of finding a mentor, um, finding somebody that has been through what you're going through, taking it a day at a time because you're not going to learn everything very, you know, right away. And that was really nice. Absolutely. Right. Lucy. Oh gosh, everybody, everybody has
2: said, you know, uh, everything I was going to say (laughs) as I was listening to this. But um, one thing I think is important is to
8: go through the grieving process, but don't get stuck.
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, you guys, if no one else that has not shared yet uh, doesn't have anything, then we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. And once again, I want to thank Marcy. And Lucy and Chanel for doing the hosting and moderating and streaming for us. I want to thank you all here in Zoom and Clubhouse and those listening on ACB Media 5. This has been an amazing first call. I just, well, I, I'm like Judy. I <laughs> wish that I knew some of you guys earlier on. But, um, wow, this is definitely encouraging for anyone who may listen to the podcast of this later on a uh, lot of wisdom and good advice here so thanks everyone we will be back again uh, two weeks from tonight same time and i hope you all have an amazing weekend happy mother's day to the mothers out there and uh, we'll see you again in two weeks